Hello and welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I am your host, Stephanie. Today we are continuing on our James Bible study. We are reading through the entire book of James over five weeks. Today is week four, so we're reading chapter four. Without further ado, let's get into the book of James, chapter four. James chapter 4. What causes wars and what causes fightings among you? Is it not your passions that are at war in your members? You desire and do not have, so you kill. And you covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and wage war. You do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions unfaithful creatures do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with god therefore whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of god or do you suppose it is in vain that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit which he has made to dwell in us but he gives more grace therefore it says god opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you men of double mind. Be wretched and mourn and weep, yet let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to dejection. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Do not speak evil against one another, brethren. He that speaks evil against a brother, or judges his brother, speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who who are you that you judge your neighbor? Come now, you who say, Today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and get gain, whereas you do not know about tomorrow. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we shall live and we shall do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Whoever knows what is right to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. Okay, my friends, this chapter in the book of James, like all the chapters, it is jam-packed with so much to focus on and meditate on. I think that we should just call it a few verses, though. So I want you to, if you can, get your Bible open up to James chapter 4 and go to verse 7 and 8. So I'm going to reread this. Submit yourselves therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you men of double mind. So what does it mean in your life? to submit yourself to God. What does it mean to resist the devil? That's a very general and broad um, 
you know, a bit of advice, right? Actually a command. I believe it's a command from James here. And what does that mean in your life? Because the Bible, the word of God is always living and active. And God wants this to be living and active in your life and in my life, in each of our lives. So he has something for you specifically. So when you read this, verse 7 and 8, what does it mean to submit yourself to God? Does this mean that you need to put aside what you want to do and instead serve your family? Does this mean that you're going to do the dishes when you don't feel like it? Does this mean that you're going to have your kids do quiet time so you can record a podcast? What does this mean? What does God want for you? How can you submit yourself to God more fully today? And what does it mean to resist the devil? I mean, we know that the devil is prowling around seeking for seeking someone to devour. He's looking around for somebody who's not submitting to God, who's who's about to fall, and he wants to come in and and get you when you're weak. So what does it mean to resist him? Does it mean you have your Bible open on the counter so that when you're angry with your children, you don't lash out in that anger? Does it mean you put your phone away so you're not distracted and you can pray more fully during your quiet time? What does it mean to resist the devil? Because it says here, resist the devil and he will flee from you. So, like Jesus in the desert, we're in Lent right now. If you're listening to this when it goes live, it's still Lent. And we can meditate on this idea of Jesus in the desert. He uses God's word to fight the devil. I think that's a really powerful thing to think about. So when you are immersed in God's word, the enemy will flee from you. It's just guaranteed. Look at Jesus' life. He is the perfect example. So I want to go to verse eight now draw near to God and he will draw near to you drawing near to God could just mean you say the name of Jesus in your busy mom day it could mean that you carve out 30 minutes to get quiet with God it could mean so many things again God wants to speak to you specifically right now Okay, now I want to call out verse 11 and just briefly touch on this. Do not speak evil against one another, brethren. We are brothers and sisters in Christ, and we are not meant to speak evil against one another. We can pray for others. And elsewhere in the Bible, it says that we can admonish one another. You know, out of love, we can point something out if needed. And of course, as parents, we are constantly teaching our children But we are not meant to speak evil against one another. And I believe that means behind backs or to somebody's face. We are meant to speak to each other in love. What does that mean in your life, friend? And lastly, I just want to talk about this idea of tomorrow. In verse 13, it says, you know, today or tomorrow we will do this and that. And then verse 14, what is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Verse 15 says, instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills it. So what is it in your life that you need to add that in front of whatever you're longing for, whatever you're desiring and seeking for the future? How do you need to add those few words in front of your desires and your dreams if the Lord wills it? For me, it would be, 
if the Lord wills it, I will publish a devotional book for moms this year. And I believe that we are each meant to submit and surrender everything to God. I'm going to have the surrender novena coming up here on the podcast soon. So stay tuned for that. And it is so important that we submit everything we do to the Lord and not look forward too much by ourselves. We need to invite God into the present moment and into the future moment. And I just pray that this James Bible study has been a blessing to you. It's such a blessing to me. I would love to hear from you. I have heard from several of you and I just love hearing from you. So feel free to email me at 500 seconds to joy at gmail.com. That link is in the show notes. I love to hear from you. I would love to pray for you. And let me just pray for you right now. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, as we study the book of James, help us to open our hearts and minds to what you want to speak to each of us today. And please help us to remember that everything is for you, for your glory. Help us to invite you into every moment of our day, no matter how busy or hard our day feels. Help us to take the time to read your holy word, to meditate on what you want to say to us with scripture. And we love you, Lord. We praise you. We thank you for all of our many blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. I'll chat with you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for tuning in today, friend. I'm so grateful for you. Let's connect on my email list. Go to bit.ly forward slash monthly happy mail, and we can be email besties. What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Have a joy-filled day. Bye for now. Bye for now.